everybody and welcome to a special bonus episode of Wrong Term Memory. My name is Jack. And my name's Colin. How you doing, Jack? Yeah, man, I am... I've got a bit of a sore throat. I don't know if you can hear it. Pretty raspy. But apart from that, yeah, man, good. All good. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're coming through just as sexy and smooth as ever, thankfully. Uh, I'm good, yeah. Um, it was my birthday yesterday, so I've, I've had quite a nice weekend at time of recording. And um, to recording this with you, which been a nice wee extra bonus this weekend. So, yeah, looking forward to this one. Yeah, so we're coming out a couple of days before Halloween. Um, so your birthday would have been on Saturday, just four or five days ago. Yeah. Like, Halloween, are you a fan, basically? That's first question. I used to be quite a fan of it when I was a little bit younger. Um, I'm f- speaking, of, speaking of my birthday, I'm 36 now. So I'm too old now for nightclubs and stuff like that. Yeah. I used to quite enjoy getting dressed up and going to the dancing on Halloween night. Um, yeah. Having some sort of fun with it and stuff like that. I, I used to quite like going to parties and stuff like that. Now that I'm kind of middle-aged and all that goes with it, I really can't be bothered with it, especially people coming to my door looking for sweets and stuff like that. I've really not got that much time for it at all now. Like, is it, is it really a, th- a thing that much anymore? Like guys in trick or treating, like when I stayed in my old house, um, the door would go all the time because we were in a sort of local community, you know, and you sort of knew the kids. But I can't remember the last time somebody, a kid, chat my door in Halloween. It's probably about four or five years. Is it just because we live in a society now where parents are too scared in case, like, there's mad pedos kind of kicking about or something? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, okay, there's, there certainly is less of it than there was before. I, I remember going out what twenty five years ago, trick or treating, and you literally went round the whole area. It wasn't like just your street. Yeah. You basically went out for three or four hours and tried to get as many doors as possible. I think now it's a little bit more concentrated, just to your immediate street and people that you kind of know and stuff like that. But we still do get a number of um, people coming to the door. Lisa tends to make up bags and just has like Halloween bags for people when they come so it's just hand them over it and get it away I'm really not interested in hearing their little poems or their jokes or anything like that Um, no interest at all no no interest whatsoever (laughs) I remember one of the years um, we were going out and we felt bad so Lisa put all the Halloween bags like into a carrier bag and just hung it up on the fence outside of the door oh fuck amateur mistake surely one person just took all surely yeah (laughs) <laughs> yep, one person took the whole lot and we caught it on our ring doorbell camera. So we saw the wee bastard doing it, but uh, it happened nonetheless. But yeah. What the fuck would you do if you turned up to a front door and there was a poly bag full of goodies? Would you just take one? Of course we fucking wouldn't. You would take it. You're, you're nah. what, eight, man? Of course you'd take it. So I don't blame the wee guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him either. It was quite funny. Uh, Lisa was disgusted, but I thought it was quite funny. Like, um, the worst thing years ago was, like, going to a door and a cunt coming out and giving you fucking, like, not even peanuts, like those fucking shitty monkey nut things. Uh, yeah, I've never liked them. It's one of the things, you get them in Five Guys as well, and people love them, and I just don't see the point of them. I don't think they're very nice. I've never seen um, Five Guys thing is, Oh, yeah, they've got a thing where they, they give out those nuts. They've got them lying out over the restaurant. Um, the only thing worse than people giving you monkey nuts was people giving you fruit as well. I hated that. <sighs> do you want an apple? No. <laughs> I yeah. Don't. No, I yeah. certainly do not. 
Um, but used to get the odd person. It used to give you like a fifty pence piece and stuff like that. It was always pretty cool. Um, but nah, it's 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 a, it's a, a tradition that's sort of dying out. A little, I think a little bit. I think people are more into the whole party thing now, and making their house decorated for it and doing all that side of it rather than the going round the doors begging for sweet side of it. Yeah, and lots and lots of slutty kittens running about. You know, that's like <laughs> yeah, she we, she was in Glasgow city centre ten fifteen years ago near Halloween. That's all that the girls done was put on fucking stockings and stuck a wee tail thing and drew whiskers on their face and that was them some sort of um, yeah slutty kitten and there was a million <laughs> of them that was it man it was, it was class it was uh, fucking brilliant <laughs> I think it's been replaced now by slutty Harley Quinns now I think that's the, oh, right, the okay, popular one that they're, they're up to these days um, but yeah there, there is also that side of it it's it is a chance for people, and more often than not, girls to dress up in ways they wouldn't normally, and I think they do quite enjoy that side of it. Can you remember the last thing you dressed up as? Like, can you remember it? Oh. Um, yes, I can. Um, I went to a what? nightclub in Glasgow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There is. So I was going to give you the wrong information there. The last time I went out, out and did it, it was a nightclub in Glasgow uh, called the Garage, and I basically borrowed just wore a boiler suit. And I just went as somebody wearing a boiler suit. There wasn't really much to the costume other than that. Um, but it, it worked. The last time I actually dressed up was for a fun day in work. We were doing a casino day in work. And it was all James Bond related. So people were all wearing like tuxedos and dressing up as James Bond and stuff. And I did not want to dress up as James Bond. I did not want to wear a tuxedo. So I wore a black t-shirt printed off loads and loads and loads of pictures of cats and stapled all these pictures of cats to my t-shirt and I went as pussy galore. Oh yeah, so I remember years and years ago going out and doing a similar type thing, uh, dressing all in black and then putting lots of E's on me, like the letter E, with a big arrow pointing to my cock and I was an email. that's what I was. <laughs> and that was probably okay, the last time I dressed up. Uh, yeah, I would have been about 22, so nearly half a lifetime ago, man. Um, yeah, S- similar to that as well. I think the time before that was also a work thing. Being like a manager in contact centres and stuff like that in the past, we always have to do this sort of organised fun thing. Yeah. And I did a staple to the t-shirt thing before that as well, where I went to B&Q and I got loads and loads and loads of paint samples, you know, the books for the different colours. Uh-huh. And I got all the different colours of grey and stapled them to my t-shirt. And I spray-painted spray my hair grey and went as 50 shades of grey. Ah, right, okay. Um, so, minimal effort, really. Minimal effort is always the way. Yeah. That year I went as an email. My pal, he dressed, again, all in black with a wee, like, Cocoa Pops, like, boxes and Frosty's boxes. And, like, kind of stuck them on. No, how do we pop-up pirate knives? Do you mind again, pop-up pirate? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'd be nice. He stuck them in the serial, and he was a, a serial killer, basically. Um, <laughs> that's, that is quite good, to be fair. I quite like that. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Like, all this fucking dressing up stuff, as far as I know, kind of started in Scotland many, many years ago um, under the name of, like, Geisen, I think, um, at, where kids would run about, dress up, and, like, I think one of the main aims was to, like... I was going to say go to your neighbours, but like run about and if your neighbour didn't know who you were, 
then you got a prize, you got like a treat basically. So if I was right, dressed up, okay. I, yeah, if I was dressed up as a ghost, and my neighbour went, I don't know if that's Jack or Colin, then I win. So I got a prize. Right. Okay. Uh, so I think that it's not a bad idea. Like make make them work for it. You know what I mean? Tell a joke, do something, not just fucking turn up at your door demanding. Give me sweeties. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can see both sides to that. I do get that side of it that you should actually earn your your treat, so so to speak. But I don't want to listen to stand at my door in the cold and listen to shite jokes and stuff either. So sometimes it's better just open the door, hand the thing over, and get it closed. It's the lesser of two evils, I suppose. It sometimes because it's very rare they're going to do a, tell you a joke or do something that you're actually going to find entertaining. <laughs> you is end up it? pissing yourself. Ah, oh, that's fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not going to happen. Um, no, it's just right. not going to happen. Yeah, no, not it's also like even the kids they are lazy as well, though, Jack. Like I would be surprised. Like as a parent as well, if I had a child that was of the age that wanted to go trick or treating, right. I reckon I could probably say to them, "Listen, let's go to the shops. I'll buy you a ten pound worth of sweets, and we'll stay in and play the PlayStation tonight." And I think most kids nowadays would go for that instead. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, going outside is. A fucking massive deal for kids nowadays. Like, yeah, yeah. What do we call them? Generation X? Generation Z? Um, generation. Is it not Generation Y now, I think? Oh, fuck knows, it might I'm be. not sure. Like, I, I, I kind of find it bizarre that me and you are counted as millennials. Did you know that? Yeah, we're just on the cusp of it because we're both 1984, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, I'm 1985. Don't you start. Casting aspersions on me as being <laughs> some sort of old man. Um, yeah, so I'm 85, yeah. I think 84 was a cutoff, and yeah. I do not see myself, I don't see myself as a millennial at all, but I also don't see myself as older than that, you know? Like, I don't know what they were called. Not boomers, that was back in the 40s. Which is the generation above us, do you know? Generation X, was it? Right, okay. Yeah, so I don't Possibly, see myself... Possibly, I don't know. I don't see myself as that, but I don't see myself... Definitely don't see myself as a millennial. I've got a really bad opinion about millennials. I kind of think they're a bit shit, a bit soft, a bit sort of... Just, like, not soft-minded, but, like... Yeah, snowflakes, like, got upset about fucking everything. Like, that's, that's all we hear is, oh, you millennials... I don't, I don't consider myself that at all. Not one single bit. They, they do things that surprises me. Like so, during, um, during before lockdown and all the other things that were going on in the world and stuff like that, the youth were really quick to go out and protest about different things and make their voice known and all congregate in big numbers and stuff like that. And they seem to love that shit. And I remember being 17, 18, 19, and that was the last thing I wanted. I just wanted to get a quarter bottle of vodka and get drunk. Like, I just didn't. I wasn't interested in all this social justice and all that sort of stuff. Which seems to be the order of the day for the youth now. They just like going out. They like having their voice heard. They like being seen in numbers and all that sort of stuff. And it is just maybe it's because I'm inherently lazy as well that that sort of thing doesn't appeal to me. But I really don't think it appealed to me there either. But they they seem right bang up for that sort of shit now. Is that a symptom of social media? Like, like this sort of you, you build up momentum you've got a fucking hashtag hashtag generation X don't 
generation don't do this or whatever or generation getting pissed off like because it's got a fucking hashtag do you think that's what drives i'm going to say youngsters but you know what i'm getting at you know that's like this like the ice bucket challenge, for example, it was good. It made money, and I think they actually like made a breakthrough because of that. So you can get behind that, right? But without a hashtag, that doesn't go anywhere, and nobody cares. Do do causes need to go viral nowadays before anybody cares? I think they probably do. I think like they they need to become viral just to, for people to become aware of them. I think because the younger generation and i probably sound so old saying younger generation and stuff like that yeah. but i've got a daughter who's 17 so i'm I'm quite well tuned into this sort of mindset and the way they think and all that sort of stuff they don't watch television um they don't read newspapers um they don't tend to really watch the news either so they're only really getting made aware of stuff that they see on YouTube or they see on social media or their friends tell them about and their friends are the same as them. So they only see this stuff that trends online. So it does need to be something like that, like a hashtag or something that's got a bit of momentum behind it to make them actually care about it and aware of it in the first place because they're not picking things up the same way we did from reading magazines or even reading the newspapers at the weekend. I remember being young and still enjoy reading the Sunday papers and stuff like that. It's right. it's not a thing now. It's They definitely need to see that. I also think social media has got a thing to do with the whole protesting side of things and everything that goes with it because social media has given them uh, an idea that their voice, they've got a voice and their voices are able to be heard. Right. And that means that makes them think that people want to go out and take notice of them when they're protesting and stuff like that. So either could be could be some truth in all that. Um, listen to this, you know what I found out last night uh, my, my step boy came round um, my missus is a couple of years older than me so uh, Josh is sort of early 20s so he came round to watch UFC 254 uh, Justin Gaetcher v uh, Khabib which yeah. was brilliant man, I ended up crying at it when Khabib retired because he, he was <laughs> Did you really? Yeah man, because he was obviously going on about his dad and how he promised his mum that he was going to Sort of wrap, wrap it in. Uh, I kind of got behind that, but through conversation with Josh, right, he used to do like Call of Duty online, basically, right? Right. Um, like, talking like eight, nine years ago when it was like first sort of taken off before like, like PewDiePie and those type of cunts went absolutely massive, right? I was looking at his videos on YouTube and back mm -hmm. then, Josh, my stepboy at 15, 16, was getting like 80,000 views a video, right? Fucking, that, that is a lot, right? That's a fucking, a lot. And he sold his YouTube account to a guy from Paisley, which is like a wee kind of villagey thing outside of Glasgow. Do you know how much he sold it it's for? Oh, it's an absolute when shit home, man. Yeah. When did they sell it? Yeah, he sold it six years ago. <sighs> I think he's he's going to have undervalued himself here. That's where I think this oh, is you going. you think? Aye. Yeah. 250 quid they sold it for. Oh, for fuck's right. sake. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know much about YouTube gaming and shit, but they had, like, crews, basically. Like, uh -huh. teams that would run about and they would, like, play games together. And one of the guys is called Phase Rug. You ever heard of this, cunt? No, I have not. He's got... This is a boy that Josh used to play computer games with online, 
and supposedly mm-hmm. Josh was sort of better at the game. The cunt has got fucking 20 million subscribers now because he kept what going. The he's the only, he's the only one out of, I think it was like about eight or nine of them, he's the only one that sort of uh, took it up as a full-time job and pushed it and like record his life every single day. Josh chucked it because you get to an age where you better things to do, like, you know, like getting your dick wet, you know what I mean? Like having sex and shit and like going out and having <laughs> fun. Like you've got much better things to do. But yeah, Faze Rug, I'm pretty sure some of the some of the listeners will have heard of this guy. Yeah, 20 million subscribers. So when you've got that many subscribers, the amount of money that you're raking in for a video, you're getting like 2 million views in a day or two. You must be raking in what a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand per video, and you're doing a video like, a day. It's fucking mind blowing. It is crazy. Like I've in the last year or so, I've got quite into YouTube. Certainly not in terms of creation, but just in watching yeah. and subscribing to various. Um, YouTubers and the stuff they do, mainly cookery-based ones. I'm going to be honest, like a few <laughs> cooking ones and a few um, tech, tech ones, tech reviews and stuff like that. But you you watch the videos like these guys are making, and you see the view counts on it. But if you look beyond that and actually look at the setups they've got, for shape. Well, no, not necessarily, mate. Honestly, right, okay. some of them have got, actually got proper high production, high value setups that. Are equal to stuff you would see on TV. There's a guy called uh, Marquez that does well, um, tech stuff, MKHD. Right, okay. Yeah, it's it's amazing though that the product, the stuff they're making, the production values, and the amount of people that are watching it. It's it's just one of those things as well that I think it's really hard to break into now. Though I think oh, it's, really got, is, right? it's quite established. It's hard to it's hard to get a, get a kind of foothold in something because there's pretty much people established in every area now. Uh-huh. But if you got into that at a decent age before it went big, oh, Josh you've have, you've, yeah. won, you've won a watch, yeah. Josh is crazy. Yeah, he, um, yeah. Like I said, he sold it for two hundred and fifty fucking quid, man. And see the guy that that bought it off of him. He's not uploaded mm-hmm. a video in seven years, so he's obviously <laughs> just chucked it, man. Like you bought it. And chucked it, and like I say, this fuzzy rug guy was on. You know that show, ridiculousness. You ever watch that? Way? Um, I don't think so. Right, it's like a, it's like a fucking like you've been framed, basically, <laughs> but an American version with viral videos. He was on that. Right, okay. Night. It was, it's like an MTV show, like it's massive. Um, a guy called Rob, Rob Durduk. I think that's how you say his name. He's got like a mad like Polish name or something. Like he used to be a skateboarder. He presents us. Um, ever heard of Chantel West Coast? No. <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, like Should I have like, done? No, man. Of course not. Like she's a a rapper, basically. But like I say, it's this mad American TV show, and this guy's on it. It could have been Josh. Like this guy's buying fucking Lamborghinis for his his mum. But like when Josh started, like to get that many views. All you had to do was be good at the game. You didn't have to have any chat or any character, really. And Josh was really good at, like I say, Call of Duty or something. So he was like, like ranked in the top, like fucking top one hundred in the world. One of these fucking like creepy wee guys that's really good at stuff. <laughs> like really, really fucking good at computer games. Like, 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 mate. 
like fucking go outside or something. Like go go play football. Like he, he, I've I've never seen him do anything like sporty or anything. Um, like he he works full time now and stuff like that. So he he's getting on with stuff, but he was just good at first person shooters. And I'm like, fuck, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. I could have been living in a big fucking house. If he just <laughs> kept his fingers in, basically, that's 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 what it breaks down to, isn't it? What like, we could have got out of it. Yeah, what I could have got out of it. Yeah. Um, like, what? Why I said that? I thought that like production values and stuff were, were garbage is because I watched a PewDiePie video for the first time last night. Like the editing is awful. The sound is fucking awful. I don't understand how this guy has got 110 million subscribers. Like, I don't get it. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, PewDiePie? Yeah. I'd, I, could, you know I'd, I could walk past him in the street uh, and not recognise him, but yeah. yeah, I know who you mean. I've heard of him, yeah. He's like the biggest... He was basically the first person to do that thing where you, you put a wee square of yourself in the top right-hand corner while you, you play a computer game, basically. Oh, was he like the originator of that like, then? He was like the first person to do that, basically. Right, so, okay. Do you know what? Off. You know how when you... It's funny you should say that, like people that originate stuff and things like that. You know how when you watch TV now and on a TV show when a character gets a text message, quite often the text message will come up on the screen in text right, so okay. that you as the viewer knows what it says. Like It doesn't show you the phone, but the writing comes up on the screen. Right. That's um, now like a proper proper filmmaking technique. It's used in all sorts of TV and films and stuff like that, and it was originated by Hollyoaks. Was that, huh? Yeah, Hollyoaks was the first people to do that, and it suddenly became became a thing. Um, and it's it's quite clever. Uh, I quite like it because it, nothing annoys me more when you're watching TV and or watching a film and somebody gets a text message and they show you the phone and it's so blatantly not a real phone and it doesn't <laughs> look right. And it's like, do you remember the old? There was a, I'm sure there was a Kelly Rowland music video once. Oh fuck! Yeah. Um, I know you're talking about. Like, got... Come up, it came up in Excel. Is that yeah, she sent, yeah. Some, <laughs> sent somebody a text message on Excel. <laughs> um, yeah. It was so that fucking... Stuff like that annoys me. It was that song where... Was it was Nelly it and Kelly? Nelly, Nelly and Kelly it was, man. Nelly yeah. and Kelly. Uh, dilemma. Dilemma. Yeah. Was, yeah. So yeah. St stuff like that really, really annoys me. So I quite like when it comes up on the screen and you see it that way. But that's like a, a technique that was created by Hollyoaks, believe it or not. It's mad because like everything's got to start somewhere. And it just so happens that that's after the Hollyoaks. Like, we might be speaking about fucking Halloween here. So, um, like, you know, like, pumpkin cutting. That's not the right term for it. Uh, what do you call it? Like, carving. Jack-o'-lanterns. Ah, jack-o'-lanterns. Do you know they yeah, originated? Yeah, like carving them. Yeah, basically. Originated in Ireland, but they used to use turnips instead of pumpkins. <laughs> See, I, I always thought that, the turnips, but... I always thought the turnips were dead small. Or you can get right big turnips. Oh, do you? Fuck, I've never seen a big turnip. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> ah, you, turnips are quite big. They're because we use them for soup quite a lot, and ah, they're a decent size. Like they're not, they're not as big as a pumpkin, but they're they're kind of a middle ground between an onion and a pumpkin. Ah. But that place in between, kind of like a big broccoli florette, that sort of size. A big what? Like a you know how broccoli. All oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so kind of like that, like a big kind of head of broccoli. Right. Okay. Uh, so like. That kind of feels like half a pumpkin to me, like. But hey ho, we'll I move on. I suppose like, there was probably far, there was, it was probably far easier to get turnips and stuff though than, than to get a pumpkin. I think pumpkins are quite hard to grow. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you if they grow in the ground or trees or whatever, I don't know. I'd imagine well, it being the ground. No- <laughs> huh? I think they do, but my knowledge of this comes from playing Farmville on Facebook oh, 10 you. years ago. <laughs> so it's probably not the most solid <laughs> grounding of um, oh, agricultural man. knowledge. Oh, sometimes you sort of let things slip. <laughs> like, I used to play Farmville a lot. <laughs> Fuck you, Colin. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. I, used to- <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't understand it. Like, I've never really been into... Like, I played Bejeweled Blitz, like the sort of gem matching game, but I never really, like I never played Command and Conquer years ago, never played like SimCity or nothing like that, just, I don't know, just not a genre of game that I enjoyed, you know, everybody's nah, entitled it wasn't really to their opinion. For me. <clears throat> it's, Halloween's massive in America, so it is. It's ridiculous in America. It's like mental. they, yeah. I, they go crazy for it. Um, I've been over there at Halloween, and it is nuts. Um, it's probably second only, probably like Christmas and Thanksgiving in terms of the big event they go all out for. And it's it's not just the wear costumes; they decorate the whole neighborhoods, the whole houses. It's yeah, it it's looks, a it big big deal, cool, man. They but, love it. Yeah, like I say, it looks cool, but can I feel like? I want to tell Americans to fucking grow up. Like, stop being, <laughs> stop being a massive child, America. Like, l- look at yourselves and don't vote for him or him. Don't vote for anybody. It's mad. Like, did you see any of this um, US, like, presidential debate thing at all? Yeah, I saw all of the first one and I didn't watch the vice president one, um, but I watched the highlights of the, se- of the, the second Trump and Biden one. What do you feel about, like, I, I, I am pretty politically unaware, um, as anybody that's listened to us in the past will know. I don't, it's not I don't care, but I don't care, basically. Like, I don't give a fuck. But, I've seen about two or three minutes of it, and these guys are just batting insults back and forth each other. You get money for Russia, no, you get money for Ukraine, and that was all they done. Like, is there any fucking policy here? Like, any plans to fucking, like, move forward and beat the coronavirus or whatever? They don't. It's it's wild. And I think we're going to do... I've got plans to do a, like, US election special. So, it's going to be next week or the week after. There's either going to be a Sounds new good. president or it's going to be Donald Trump again. Well, I'm I'm still holding out for Kanye West, so you know we just need to wait and see what happens with that. Kanye West, like, okay, right, we'll move on. We'll move on. Do you know the first mention of uh, candy apples? You know, the candy apples. We're speaking about. Um, I reckon they are. Yeah, well, bearing in mind the stuff we've spoke about previously dates back a long, long time. I think that's going to be a far more modern sort of thing the candy apple thing not like just in the last 10 years or so but i think it's going to be a hell of a lot better than like the, some of the stuff that's going on for thousands of years i reckon the candy apples are more american thing so maybe the 60s or 70s yeah i think it was the 50s mate so pretty close have you ever had a treacle apple or like something that's got treacle on it um i think i might have tasted it and not not liked it oh, it's fucking um, disgusting does it not go really hard and stuff on the apple as well, which makes it hard to eat? Yeah, but like that used to be a treat. Like, 
my dad died many years ago, uh, brought up sort of during the Second World War, got farmed out to the country, and treacle was a massive treat for him. And I tried it once, expecting it to be nice, and it's horrible, man. I, like, I don't, it's just different levels, I suppose, you know, like when you get a fucking banana for your Christmas and you're, <laughs> you're like, yes, you're a fucking dancer. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was just different back then, I suppose. And like a sugary treat, I suppose, was a sugary treat. But yeah, not a fan of, not a fan of treacle at all, man. Fucking vile. No, it's, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm sure I've tried it once and there's a reason why it's only ever been once. Um, I think people of an older generation, though, they just didn't have the options we had. Like, they couldn't walk into their local corner shop and have 40 different types of chocolate available to them and 30 different flavours of crisps and stuff like that. Yeah. So, treacle was... It was either treacle or hee-haw, do you know what I mean? So, it's just that, one of the you, things. You get a, but... a fucking peppermint. There you are. That's, that's your choices. <laughs> yeah. Peppermint, treacle, <laughs> or fucking... Fuck all, basically. A fisherman's, a fisherman's friend. <laughs> oh, man. They're, they were vile as well. So strong. Like... Yeah, the other one that was shit as well, and it was remember Werther's Originals, and yeah. they had those shitty adverts on the TV. I felt very special when my father gave me a Werther's Original. Well, I certainly wouldn't. I'd think my dad didn't love me that much if he gave me a Werther's Original. Fuck you, shit. fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Take that Werther's and stick it up your ass and get me a fucking Mars bar or something. Like, don't <laughs> try and fob me off with a fucking bit of rubber you yeah yeah i don't like Wuthers originals i've got a fucking box of them in the car which is a fucking can bought them why like, well i says can bought them um mm. they're like cappuccino flavor but so it's not like oh i'd i would quite like them probably i've got a thing for coffee for coffee stuff i like um coffee creams and nobody likes coffee creams but i do no i don't like coffee creams i don't like cans cans pretty sneaky when you buy stuff because she knows that I don't like it a lot of the time. Like, <laughs> constantly buying fucking stuff with coconut in it, right? I fucking hate coconut. And she knows it. I don't like mint chocolate either. She's like walking in my big fucking hurlers of mint arrows. Look what I got. So you can eat it by yourself. <laughs> uh, she's playing yeah, you. She's, she's a fly. She's you. a fly one. Yeah. Like mint chocolate. Like mint chocolate ice cream. Oh, Jack, Jack, do oh I, I like mint chocolate ice cream. Do you want a mint chocolate ice cream? No, you fucking know I don't. I've like, I've never <laughs> ever ever enjoyed mint chocolate ice cream, and suddenly that's all you buy. I'm maybe airing my dirty abortion here, so <laughs> rain it in a bit. Yeah, you are a wee bit. It's a good thing she doesn't listen. <laughs> no, she does not listen. She does not like very supportive. Like, I'm proud of you, Jack. Keep going. You're doing your own thing. That's great. But I'm just not going to listen to it because I'm not fucking interested in what you and Colin are speaking about. So. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa surprised me. Lisa listened to our first two episodes and she listened to them with headphones in, which I was quite grateful of because I think it would be quite weird kind oh, of watching her like, listening think, to yeah. it. So, but she she was giggling and laughing all the way through it. And I kept saying, what are you laughing at? What bit are you laughing at? What's going on? But I think she laughed more at those two episodes than she's ever laughed at me in the 12 years or so we've been together. So <laughs> either she thinks you're hilarious or something's changed, but it was it was good. It was quite inter interesting to see it because as as similar as Lisa and I are and how well we get on, obviously, yeah. we've got very different um, senses of humour. And but she seemed to enjoy it, which was nice. 
Yeah, like <laughs> I sent Karen the first video trailer that we done. So it was only thirty seconds long, and literally within about ten seconds, she'd lost interest. Like, <laughs> like I could see her like side-eyed me. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Like, is this what you're doing? And you think I was like, are you enjoying it? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 magic, Jack. And then like turned her phone off and just walked <laughs> out of the room. <laughs> I did, I did um, <laughs> walk into the kitchen the other day and Lisa was um, whistling the theme tune, which I quite liked. It is pretty catchy, I suppose. It's Happy it Happy by yeah. a guy called John, I fuck knows, John something. It's free and you can get it online. See, if, like you'd have to be really bizarre if you wanted to go out and download it, but it's uh, royalty free and, and like I really enjoy it. It's the first... Like, when we were starting this, mate, it's, I think it was the first one I sent you. Like, what do you think of yeah, this? Yeah, I think it was. And then I must have sent you about 50 others. It was like, no, 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 no. And then we just went back to the first one. So that kind of stick, stick by your instincts, basically. Yeah, no, it definitely is a catchy little tune. It just sticks in your ears. I think once you hear it, you do end up whistling it for a while. So hopefully it, people are enjoying that as well. Right, mate, do um, I try and drive, of... I drive this episode forward? We've been talking... Absolute power of nonsense without talking about <laughs> Halloween really at all. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know that um, Harry Houdini died on Halloween uh, back in 1926? <clears throat> Pardon me, my throat's bad. No, I didn't know that, mate. No. Um, yeah, he 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 passed away on Halloween, which is which is always a bit of a strange one because you kind of associate him with being a bit of a weirdo and all sorts of tricks and stuff he was doing so people weren't sure at the time if he was actually dead or if it was part of like a disappearing trick just linked in with Halloween and stuff like that did he not what do you what do you think of guys like Kadini that do these like death defying escape tricks and stuff like that do you think they are genuinely it. quite talented or do you think it's all just smoke and mirrors I hate it like you're in the same boat as me like I will I will watch Britain's Got Talent and shit like that talent shows and my least favourite thing on it is these guys that jump in a big fucking tank of water, covered in chains. Oh, I'm kidding on it, I'm not going to get out. You're going to get out. <laughs> and you know you're going to get out, and it's boring. No, not a fan, man. I think it's, I think it's shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah I can imagine back in fucking well. 1918 when this guy was kicking about, it was like brand new, and it was amazing. But when guys are doing the same thing a hundred years later do something new like fuck off I hate it man it actually annoys me it's like when it's on the TV as well and people are watching it and they're like genuinely like holding their breath like thinking oh my god this guy could die this guy could die and I'm just thinking or telling Lisa usually more often the case he's not going to die how do you know he's not going to die Colin because we're watching it on the TV (laughs) he's not dying they're not we're not saying hello, welcome to Britain's Got Talent. First up, we've got a juggler, then we've got somebody dying. Right, it's just not happening. There's a cunt in fucking Britain's Got Talent this year, right? And the only reason he was there, like he was in the army, like big, handsome, rugged, rip cunt. You know, one of these fucking cunts you look at and you go, ah, you lucky bastard. Like, and <laughs> he was doing this thing where, like, aid five. Like dynamite sticks, basically, that you pressed. Oh, I saw him. <laughs> oh, fuck off, man! Like. I will, you pick number two, you pick number four, I might die. Uh, no, he won't. 
kind of wish you would. Get off my telly, you sexy big cunt. Maybe <laughs> 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 jealous. Now, listen, one. If, one of them, if one of them did go on it and do a trick list and did die, I'd probably vote for them. Yeah. Just to <laughs> sort of make something out of it. Um, make themselves famous, blow themselves up on TV. <laughs> There's another guy that fucking rides a big massive unicycle. <laughs> Do you see him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he keeps getting off it, then getting a bigger one, then a bigger one, then a bigger one. That's that's quite good because he could fall. He genuinely could fall, but unfortunately yeah. he didn't. Fuck, it was just funny, man. Like, And today, guys, I'm going to ride this 40-foot unicycle. Why? Fuck off. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> but... I did watch it and I did I do quite enjoy it, man. Like it's sort of easy easy watching, you know. But um move on, mate. Yep. So in terms of like Halloween and stuff like that, one of the kind of most iconic probably figures is Michael Myers. Uh-huh. Um and his mask that he wears. Do you do you know what his mask actually is? Yeah, I think it's um I want to say like a Star Wars thing or something. Like no? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a William Shatner mask. Oh, Star Trek then, yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah right. Star Trek, Star Wars is a good one, Star Trek's the shit one, that's how yeah. it works. Both of them are straight in my um, opinion, that's... That's good. by the by, yeah. Do you like films, let's see, like scary films in general, do you enjoy them, or do you not, do you try and avoid them? Um, again, can Kai watch them? Like, she cannot watch anything remotely scary. Or she has nightmares, basically. So, like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit and watch like The Ring by myself. So no, it's been it's been a long time since I've sort of watched a scary film. I did like um, Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like ten. You know, yeah, like, when I was much Freddy much younger. Kruger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Uh, Johnny Depp was in the very first one, and there's a bit where he obviously he's having the dream. He's getting murdered, murdered in his dream. He's like floating about the room and blood's going everywhere. That kind of scarred me because I was only eight or nine when I seen it for the first time. But no, I'm not a massive fan of scary films. I don't mind psychological thrillers, you know, where there's like mm-hmm. a, a sense of psychological danger, but not like fucking uh, ghosts and like scary girls coming out of TV and all that. No, it's not really, it's not really my bag. Yeah, I think the psychological stuff is better, but I'm in a very similar situation to you in that Lisa just won't watch any of it because yeah. she's terrified. And it's funny enough, it's if you're watching something like a, a, a mad killer or something like that, it's not the guy killing people that scares her. It's the build-up to it. See the music and the, the impending dread and stuff like that. She literally sits with her hands over her face, can't stare at the TV, and... It's like you, I'm not going to sit and watch a film like that on my own. It's more of a group activity, I think, watching a film like yeah. that and being scared together and stuff like that. It's, it's So, yeah, I don't really get to see any of that stuff either, which is a shame because I quite like, I think they're quite powerful, those films. Any film that can make you jump or make you scared or I think a different type of film that can make you cry, I think that's really good filmmaking because it's actually getting a proper response out of you and stimulating you in some way, whereas sometimes you just sit and watch the film going, okay, oh, this is good. Yeah, so the in last some ways I'd quite like watched, to watch more of them. Yeah. The last sort of scary film I watched was the new It Part One. Yes. Um, me and Khan went to Malta like three, maybe th- three years ago or something, and there was a wee um, like DVD shop 
round the corner, uh, so one or two nights, come, went to sleep early, and I sat and I got it because I loved the first one when I was younger. You know, like Pennywise the Clown, you, you, you know what we're talking yeah. about here. Um, it was in two parts, and I did not like the new one. I don't know, there was just something about it. But again, that's probably nostalgia kicking in. Like, I loved the first one, the original. And is there any film, basically, like any remake that's been better than the original? It's, oh, that's you, a, that's you, a good You would question. struggle, I think, to find one, you know? Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think on. I did enjoy the new it films. Um I saw both of them um and I thoroughly enjoyed them. I thought they were great. Um I didn't have the same love affair as you did though with the first ones. I, I right. don't particularly enjoy right. the first ones, so maybe that's why. I'm tracking my brain now trying to think of a remake or something that was better than the original. Like um, even with sequels, like you know, the most famous one would be Godfather Two. Oh Godfather Two is better than Godfather. Right, okay. Both of them are fucking excellent. Like Terminator 2, in my opinion, is better than Terminator, but a lot of people will, yes, it is. will um, argue against that. But remakes, I don't think there's ever been a remake. Like um, Total Recall, I think, got remade with it did. Colin Firth, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to be shit, because it's a remake with not Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, the most... 80s, 90s hero of all time. Some fucking Irish guy? Nah, wasn't interested, man. Do you know they're they're doing a remake at the moment of Coming to America? The Eddie Murphy film? Uh, yeah. Right, it's okay. Uh, who's a in fantastic it? A film. Is it uh, the wee midget guy, Kevin Hart? <laughs> um, I actually don't know. It sounds like it would be him. You know what? Actually, you've, you've just given away one. Actually, the remake of Jumanji, I think, is better than the first one. Uh, I enjoyed, like, I enjoyed the remake, but the original, uh, the original's better in my opinion. But yeah, no, I'm quite a big fan of the Rock, so I quite enjoyed the the new one compared to that. But I think your point does still stand that. The remakes in general are nowhere near as good as the original stuff. Definitely not. No, not at all, not at all. Um, again, bouncing about looking at um, like reviews and stuff like that, I just came across this comment by a fucking idiot, basically. Um, what if Halloween were to fall on Friday the 13th? Well, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, fifth, you can't... <clears throat> yeah. This guy is dressing up as a fucking idiot this year, um, <laughs> but I that, it would be pretty cool though. Like, I don't know why they don't change it to that, um, but yeah, that would maybe be too much scare for some people. Yeah. The, one of the good things about Friday the Thirteenth is the Friday the Thirteenth tattoos that you get. So quite a lot of the tattoo places will do you tattoos for thirteen pound on Friday the Thirteenth. Right, um, I've never heard I've always this. Been oh. Seriously, you've never heard of this? No, mate. No. So they'll bring out a sheet of maybe 20 different tattoos that they'll do for £13 uh, just on that day. Um, they're very small tattoos, obviously, because they're £13. But you'll tend to get like a black cat or you'll get like a, a devil. You might get, um, I don't know. I'll try 13, and find an example yeah. and show you. Number 13 is a big one, yeah. Uh, 
um, stuff like that, um, and people go mad for them. Like I, I, I'm quite into my tattoos and stuff like that. So I follow quite a lot of tattoo artists on Instagram and stuff like that, and they they're always posting Friday the Thirteenth one of their busiest days because they might tattoo 25, 30 people that day because they're doing such cheap tattoos and it's such little ones, so it's basically one in, one out, get them done. Yeah. Um, but I, I quite enjoy seeing the different styles and the different kind of sheets they put out as examples of what they'll do for you for 13 quid. Uh, we went one year to get them done in our lunch hour at work. I used to work in Glasgow City Centre and randomly at 10 o'clock one morning we decided we were going to go and get Friday the 13th tattoos, but the queue was too big and we couldn't get back to work in time, so we abandoned it. Um, but that's what quite a cool aspect of Friday the 13th um, It was one in the Gallowgate But I can't remember what it was called This was years Terry's? ago I don't think it was Terry's No, it was another one Just in the corner for the comic shop No, okay Yeah, I honestly can't remember this, this was about six or seven years ago It was before I even had tattoos It was going to be like my first tattoo right, okay. Again, I've said this a few times We'll move on, right um, To costumes right and i read this um this episode's called called peter um these halloween costumes have went too far and it was because of this one guy right and i lost the the link but i had already saved that as a wee voice file so i'm going to listen to this um guy and his costume idea and let me let me know if you think he's went too far if anyone local okay. sees a deer carcass on the side of the road can you let me know i'm looking for a leg bone to make a handle for a tomahawk for a halloween costume thanks let me know so this guy colin wanted uh basically wanted a dead deer or a deer leg to make like a, a fucking a, a, axe like from the flintstones you know like fucking bam bam used to have That's... I, was say, I was gonna say talking about dead animals we're not talking about dead animals but you know peter you must have a peter yeah 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 like the they're like mad vegetarians basically oh yeah when you say mad vegetarians they are they're, they're mental right and it's kind of hard to argue against some of the stuff like, like don't be addicted to animals, that's cool, but chicken's heavy tasty, mate, isn't it? <laughs> it is like I've I've been through all these sort of arguments before in my head and with various other vegetarians, and when you break down the argument that your typical vegetarian or vegan will make to you, there is very little to find fault with. It is kind of barbaric. You are. Raising things just to be killed, it must be pretty horrible to be an animal and be killed and go through that sort of trauma. However, I really like lamb and I really like beef, so that kind of always clouds my judgment and selfishly I think of that more than anything else. But yeah, there is a lot of valid, uh, a lot, there is a lot of stuff valid about what they say, I do think it is fair to say. Here, we are top of the food chain, like we're allowed to eat what we want that's what I think right <laughs> like you're not getting fucking lions and shit like that run about going oh, oh well I better not eat that wee gazelle because it's meat like they, they don't have morals that's all it is it's morals no, like, <laughs> I um, plus I don't like I don't like a lot of vegetables and, and fruit and shit like and that's that's on me 
for being a fat bastard, basically. You know, so <laughs> I don't think I could live it's... without. I eat meat every day. I do as well. Um, I think it's the people are saying you for, to help the environment, to help food and everything else. You should maybe go meat free at least once or twice a, twice a week. I just don't think I can do it. If I've if I've sat down and ate a plate of dinner before and there's not been any meat on it, and I just don't feel like I've eaten dinner. It, it doesn't feel like I'm actually eating properly if there's not some sort of protein on the plate. I don't think it's it's you, maybe that, you, and that's an issue with my head. Yeah. It's, it's me. It's a there, but Fuck it doesn't off. seem right. I don't want totally. greenery. Um, stick it up your ass. Yeah, lamb is <laughs> it's, lovely. it's funny what you said about about lions and stuff like that because right. do you know when you're watching like David Attenborough or any other nature programs and stuff like that and you're watching a lion attacking a gazelle and human nature takes over and you always think oh the poor gazelle that's terrible that's such a shame and all that you never ever seem to be on the side of the lion that's probably starving hungry and it's killing the gazelle because it needs something to eat you always tend to feel for the animal that's getting killed in these situations and I don't ever really understand why because it's not a sport, they're not having a game. That lion's killing that gazelle to live, basically. But the TV and the nature documentaries always kind of play the music and make it out as if the lion's a right big bad bastard. I like fucking the piano music, like, oh, poor, poor gazelle. Right, nature, all of nature is fucking horrible, all of it. Because every creature is either starving or prey, and that's it. So, like, sharks, fishes, fucking gazelles. Gazelles need to eat stuff, like, they're into grass and shit, so that's fair enough. Like, but, like, they're starving a lot, and they've always got to keep an eye on what's happening behind them. It's the same if you're a lizard, an iguana, like, you're starving, man, you need to eat something. You need to catch a cockroach with your tongue. That cockroach also needs to eat something and also needs to watch it for iguanas. Everything under us live in constant fear, basically, apart from domesticated animals, you know. And even then, they're domesticated and you just take them to the abattoir and shoot them in the neck with, like, a big electric gun and then chop them up, <laughs> you know. Right. But every other animal... Basically, on the planet, lives in fear of getting it. It should do. Um, I watched a video the other day, and I was actually going to send it to you because I knew it would appeal to your sense of humour because you're sick. Um, it was two fish in a tank, and one of the fish gave birth to this other little fish. <laughs> and I know it's coming already. I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Within a second, the other fish ate it. <laughs> uh, geezer, I'm starving. Oh, but, it was ridiculous. But that fish is starving. And then, like... Yeah. This our fish, like, fires out dinner. <laughs> like, imagine you were starving, right? <laughs> and, like, your pal, Heavy, started dishing out Mars bars. Like, you'd be like, get Mars bar, and you'd eat them all. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I do get what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, so, PETA, though, they seem to be involved in some, some mad shit, like, other than just, like, don't eat meat. They seem to be getting involved in... Some crazy stuff and some crazy stuff they're involved with insane, don't they? Uh, yeah, they think milk is racist. <laughs> they call it a racist drink. Because certain, Why is that? Like, tons of people are lactose intolerant, but they seem to think that certain minorities are... They show a greater propensity, basically, for being lactose intolerant. Therefore, milk is racist. 
they're fucking oh, offering that's... up. And that's that what is a stretch, thing. isn't yeah. it? Like to to reach and go like that. Yeah, that stuff that's coming out your memories, be it a cow, be it a woman, be it anything that's got nipples that's a female, you're a racist bastard. It's just, this is why people hate Peter, right? I'm going to call him Peter, maybe Peter. They, <laughs> Just call him Peter. I'm calling him Peter, right? Peter is, they're not liked because of this stuff. Like I says, you can kind of go at right, okay, don't be cruel to animals. But when they're, they're saying, oh, fucking milk's racist, you're, you're kind of like, that, right, fuck off. Like, it's just bizarre. And it's not the only thing that is bizarre about them, is it? No, it's not, because I think, are they not, for somebody that's so pro-animals and save the world and all that, do they not kill most of the animals that get kind of donated to them? Yeah, um, I think it's something like fucking 80-90% because they are against domesticated pets. That's another thing. Like, you can't have a dog or a cat because that is, like, slavery. They kind of see it as that. Like, you're keeping this creature against its will. Like, cats and dogs have been domesticated for, like, six, 7,000 years. It happened back in the day. My dog, Charlie, loves... Been in the house, getting biscuits, getting fed, getting took out, playing with the ball. But these Peter cunts don't want you to have pets. They're against pets. How the fuck can you be against pets, but at the same time it's... love animals? I don't know. Bizarre. It's just bonkers. Absolutely crazy. There, there must be... I don't know, that there must be a scam in this somewhere because there's no way anybody that's as passionate about his animals as you would expect you would have to be to be involved in a company like this is going to have also of that point of view that any homeless pets that kind of get donated to them, the best thing to do is just to kind of euthanise them. That's just nuts. It's totally um, odd. Like, um, Gordon Ramsay, like, I quite like Gordon Ramsay. Like, he's off his nut, but... He's quite amusing. You can watch him on telly, but like they hate him because he cooked horse meat uh, on what was it like Kitchen Nightmares or the F word, like one of these shows that he's on. So I remember and, that. I think it was Janet Street Porter was involved in it as well. I think at uh, the time well, and so, it became quite a big thing. Yeah, they. I think he got a lot of shit off of them. I think they even started. Like everything he did after that, all these videos online, all sorts of stuff. They used to target him in the comments and all that. Again, it's like these like guerrilla tactics to abuse and like hate on people. Like I, I can kind of get like, don't have a fur jacket, like don't kill a bear and chop its skin off to make a jacket. But like again. Chicken is tasty, mate. Like <laughs> that's what I, that's what I keep <laughs> it does going back always to. <clears throat> it does, and I suppose the 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 way that I sort of settle things in my head with this sort of thing because I did say earlier, I do agree that what we're doing um, isn't all that nice for the animal. However, I'll, in vast majority of these cases, you're not going to some beautiful little pond or some beautiful little park and just grabbing a bunch of chickens by the neck yeah. and pulling them into a slaughterhouse to kill them. <laughs> These animals are kind of brought up with with this in mind. They're 
they're not used to the world. They're not used to the the wonder of the world. They're not used to what it's like to be outside. They're they're literally just growing for this to happen. So when I say that out loud, it, it makes shit. it worse, doesn't it? Yeah. All these poor animals, <laughs> they get fucking kept in cages and like chickens get pumped full of water. Like when they're young. Yeah. Like I think the point I'm trying to make to beef them up. Yeah. I think the point I'm trying to make is that these animals wouldn't have a life if we weren't eating them because they only exist to be eaten. So the the, the fact that they've had this sh maybe shorter life and they've not got to go outside and stuff like that, they wouldn't be doing anything if we weren't eating them because they wouldn't be born in the first place. And let's that be honest, is how they, I sleep at night. Yeah. They get killed humanely. I know that's a that's a sort of oxymoronic sentence, like killing something humanely, but it's not like somebody like punching them to death or like kicking fuck at them, <laughs> you know? Like, so like, come here, you, you chicken bastard, and then like you just batter it. Like, it's like it's like click, bang, it's done and it's dead. And again, killing humanely, those two words probably shouldn't get stuck together. But oh, fuck it, man! Like, chicken wings are so tasty. <laughs> they they certainly are they they definitely are chicken wings are our thing that amazes me like see when you like i go to america quite a lot and get a big massive bowl of chicken wings in yeah. some places and it does melt my so, brain a little so bit many I'm chickens died. <laughs> yeah like where the fuck are all the rest of these chickens came from to give me all these wings yeah. like it's chickens have only got two wings so uh, oh. give me a tub of 40 wings that's yeah, that's 20 chickens. <laughs> yeah, that's mental when you think about it. Yeah. But chicken wings are fucking amazing. Yeah, they, they totally are, man. Um, like, this Peter mob as well, like, they, they buy stocks in companies that they don't like. So, um, they would buy stocks in, like, fucking like McDonald's or, like, a barbecue manufacturer. Get in, basically, and maybe get, like, a position on the board and then sort of try to take it down from... The inside from within, yeah, yeah, that's quite clever to be fair. Like, I kind of respect that, but not if they're going to stop me getting a quarter pound of a cheese one day, yeah. Um, the the woman that started that, Ingrid, I think her name is, um, she was again a nutter, she would come up with these mad, like, wacky plans. Um, she suggested that her body was like used like an animal's when she died, so she wanted her flesh to be cooked on a barbecue. Her skin to be made into leather, her feet to be made into like a fucking umbrella, and her eyes to be like posted to, um, like a government agency like that. You like cut my eyes out and send it to <laughs> the EPA, right? Environmental Protection Agency. That's it. Again, I'm fairly just, sure that's illegal. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. Do you know what else should be illegal? They <laughs> they started a porn site. You heard of this one? So, like, no. they made a porn site called um, fucking Peter Porn or whatever, right? And <laughs> so, like, hundreds of guys, let's be honest, guys, like, went to this porn site to watch some porn and they would click on, like, um, oh, Bonnie Rotten getting pumped and they'd click on it and, like, it would just pop up and it would be, like, animals getting murdered and, like, Chickens getting like chopped up just to push that in your face. That's a cunt trick, man. <laughs> like, see when you're when you're like tuning in and you're just about to have a, you know, every now and again it happens, and then <laughs> boom, there's a chicken getting murdered. That would put you off. 
And put you off your stroke for sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Like, you need it to would, take us on for a second. It would, it would certainly go foul. Um, oh, fuck. The, <laughs> the, the, the other thing they did as well, which, like, some of their stuff they're doing is quite noble, right? I'll give it to them. However, they did they not try and say that Pokemon glamorised <laughs> violence against animals? <laughs> that Pokemon's bad. Look at them all beating up animals. No. That's not animals. That's a uh, that's cartoons. Uh, cartoon it's, fucking Pokemon. It's not animals. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon means pocket monster. Right? So it's not an animal. Um, but yeah, they they are crazy. They really, really are. Um, they they I think their end goal, like we said earlier, is that they want to get to a place where nobody has a pet anything. Like animals are out in the wild doing their wild thing and just being animals for the sake of being animals. But that is, and that, that is nobody shit. is going to have a pet. That's crap to just like can you imagine just leaving a dog outside like a fucking chihuahua like just leave it outside because it should yeah, be like, wild. It's got to die, man. Like, that, yeah, it's the, the, the species has moved on. They're not ready to go back in the outside, and they, we're not a society that could just have fucking packs of dogs roaming about either. So there's there's no real end game in that other than just not having animals at all. Which is surely far, far worse than what we've actually got just now. Um, so, as much as I said at the start that Halloween was not really my cup of tea at my age, I fucking prefer Halloween a hell of a lot more than I prefer Peter. So, one Halloween. Yeah, Peter are, are arseholes. Lots and lots of people have subscribed. It's great. Uh, there's been lots of reviews and five-star ratings. But I'm, I'm greedy, and if you've not done it, it would mean a hell of a lot if you could, if you could do it. It's it's mostly an Apple. I think you can rate it. Like a lot of podcast apps won't let you rate or leave a review. But if you've got an app that does, it makes it makes a massive difference, mate. So it does. It really, really does. I was like we mentioned on another episode that we've been kind of positioned on Apple's new podcasts underneath yeah, comedy cool, for some man. reason. Yeah. Um, it was amazing, um, and I was sitting looking at all the different podcasts on it the other day, and looking at their ratings and stuff like that, I think when I checked we had 32 or 34 ratings or something like that, and the rest of them had like, I was looking at another one, that had 20, another one had 7, another one had 12, and I thought, fucking hell, this is amazing, then I clicked on another one at 2,500, and I fucking shut down the app region, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not asking you to go and do 2,500 ratings, but... Any anything you can do to give us like a quick rating, a quick five star review, or however stars you feel we're worth, it's it's great. If it does nothing but makes me and Jack feel that somebody's listening to us and enjoying it, then it's well worth doing. So please do do that. Yeah, got one or two reviews again. Try blowing our own trumpet here. Uh, two genuinely funny people, well worth a listen. Well, thanks. That's lovely. Um, I kind of I kind of feel awkward when. Like, I can't take a compliment because, well, I'm from Glasgow and I'm a man and taking a compliment can be considered no right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just I've got no problem society. taking compliments. I, I, I know, but uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know what so makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. One. Yeah, on you go. You, you <laughs> do the next couple then, mate, and then we'll move on to one or two forum stories, which um, we all love. yeah. So two other quick ones. Um, should be gold, more gold from the lads. Congratulations on the new show. And another one. Been listening to the lads for a few years now. Crack and laugh. The good lady now listens as well. Since we're all locked in at home for God knows how long. Keep up the good work. 
I don't know about you. I, I kind of I find that's bizarre. I love the idea of a, a guy and his girlfriend or his wife just sat down together listening. That builds my brain a little bit as well. But thank you for listening. Please do. <clears throat> and if it's the two of you listening together, leave two reviews. Thank you. Yeah, and subscribe on both your phones <laughs> and your iPads. Do it see, all. <laughs> in fact, see, see if you've got a child, take the phone off them and say hello, and subscribe <laughs> on their phone as well. Get right? <laughs> yes. It does make a massive difference, guys, and uh, we're going to bounce along to uh, my favourite bit. You people know a lot about trucks. Bing, 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 bong. China. Bing, bing, bong. Obamacare. Bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. Get those lights off. Bing, 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 bing. China. Bong, bong, bing, 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 bong. Turn I've only got two or three here calling me. They don't really have a lot to do with Halloween, but like when you're going trick or treating, you really want to turn up at a nice, friendly person's house um, and they'll give you a Mars bar and maybe a pound. But some people are really tight, and I can't really imagine having somebody that tight in my family. This guy, mm-hmm. I, I presume it's a guy, uh, ex mother in law, this is what he's written. Uh, would always do shitty things <laughs> like give her grandson a packet of paper <laughs> she got from the work photocopier for his birthday. Can you imagine getting a fucking packet of paper from <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like plain A4 white paper. But the worst thing <laughs> this woman ever done was inviting everyone around for Christmas dinner and then giving them a bill at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is the worst thing I've ever heard. But she'll not be doing it this year, so that's one thing, I suppose. Uh, yeah, you're going to have a digital <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, um, I kind of lead you on to yep. family and stuff. Like you can't pick your family, which is unfortunate at times for some people. Yeah, certainly for this family because this this would sound right and right at home in the Jeremy Kyle episode we did. Um, my father-in-law's brother married my mother-in-law's sister. Right. His other brother was in a serious accident and became wheelchair bound. So the first brother and his wife took him in. The wheelchair brother ended up running away. That's probably not the right turn of phrase. Yeah. With the sister, leaving the first brother to pick up with another sister. That other sister then left <laughs> him for a for a woman. Right. What the fuck is that, man? That is... Oh, man. That's some heavy royalty stuff going on there. Like, you... It's, it's heavy oh. nonsense. Oh. But, uh, it's pretty funny. Like, uh, back in the day, uh, this is another one, in my, my old granny's early years era, I don't know how old this lady is, um, she told me that family just killed other family members. Like, they would just kill elderly relatives if they got, like, the cold. Like, any sign of illness, the old codger would get the cold pillow over the head and just murder them. I don't know if I, I think this person's lying. Like, I don't think people were going about fucking murdering people back in the day. Um, it oh, does man. happen, but oh, you've got the cold and then smother them. I don't quite think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, one. Granny's coughed. <laughs> fucking murder oh, the cow. Uh, oh, man. That she's got the sniffles. Murderer. Uh, right, one more, mate. Um, one more. Yeah, a nice story to finish us off about somebody's grandfather. Um, my grandfather once got his keys, uh, car keys, I should probably would say, taken off him by a cop to stop him driving home from the pub one night. After going back to the pub for a few more pints, he decided <laughs> he still wanted to drive home, and he went down to the police station and smashed the window trying to get them back. Ended up lifted and spent the night in the cells and made the local newspaper. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I kind of I've got that I've got it in my head that 
the police station was like the opposite way from his house. So he could have just walked home, but he went, nah, I'm going to go get my car from the police station. Smashed the window, ended up in the jail and in the papers. Colin, I've had lots of fun. When I say speaking about Halloween, we, we didn't cover much Halloween, but that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, we had a lot more Halloween stuff, I think, that we meant to talk about. As usual, we get, we get caught in a couple of tangents and stuff like that. But hey, it was a bonus episode, a wee extra thing. Don't get used to it, it won't be happening all that often. But hopefully it keeps you ticking over until the next show coming up on Monday. <laughs>